Hello there. This is Sarah Buino, host of Conversations with the Wounded Healer. I wanted to talk about something pretty personal today, and I'm going to talk about it more from like the macro perspective, but it's something that has come up for me recently and I'm recognizing I need a little bit of space to like, I don't know, think out loud or something. And since this podcast is also somehow my mental health relief, (laughs) I thought I would share it. So one of the things that's happened recently, you know, I've shared a lot about my journey of looking at my white privilege and learning more about white supremacy and how I've benefited from that and how it's been detrimental to the lives of many POCs. And it's interesting how that understanding has also just made me really observant of just power imbalances, right? And fairly recently, I had an encounter with someone where I perceived that there was harm done to me because of a power imbalance. And in all of my affairs, I really, really honestly try to reconcile whenever I can. The human part of me, the ego part, like I don't like when people don't like me. I don't like when there are problems going on. And so I try as best I can to reconcile situations. And sometimes I realize that it's not safe. And now that I'm thinking back on other times in my life where I've had struggles with people where I felt like it wasn't safe, a lot of times it wasn't safe because of a power imbalance. And the way that that power can be wielded, especially when people are not aware of our power. You know, it just makes me think of the whole idea of, you know, white fragility and that whiteness is invisible to white people, but it can be so detrimental to people of color when white people don't recognize their privilege. Another way that this kind of shows up is the power differential in a therapy relationship. If I, as a therapist, come into my relationship with a client and I don't recognize the fact that the client has given me power, I could do a shit ton of harm to a client. So that's something that we always have to be aware of. And what I've realized for myself is I have this tendency to put people on pedestals And what the intention is really, I think, is just to kind of honor whatever quality it is that I see in a person. You know, anybody who's, you know, written any books on psychology, like Brene Brown, Gabor Mate, all these people, you know, we can put them on pedestals because we perceive that they have some understanding of the world that we don't, right? They have this like greatness about them. And it's dangerous for us to give other humans that level of power because the harm that it can cause to us when we realize their humanness can be very detrimental. Now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm also thinking about parents, right? How there is an imbalance of power with parents and children. And when, let's say, a parent wants to be more of a friend figure to a child, that can be really harmful, right? Or if a parent uses their authority to control a child, that can be really harmful. So I don't know. I've been thinking about my own power, right? And I think that like anything, there can be Obviously, there are tons of positives that come with having power, right? Like, I feel like an empowered woman and I can, like, conquer the world and do whatever shit I need to do with my life. 
But the, I think, darker side of power can be when I'm not recognizing that somebody might have given me more power than I think I need, right? I think about my staff, right? My intention as a manager and a boss is to create this kind of equanimous place where everybody feels like they have a voice and they have power, but I'm still going to get a bunch of power attributed to me because just the fact that I'm the boss and I created this space. You know, I've learned some hard lessons about how without intending to hurt people, I can be harmful just because I've not been aware of the power that I have or the perceived power that I have in any particular situation. So I don't know. I'm really trying to think about that in terms of who I am as a boss, who I am as a teacher, who I am as a colleague to people, and who I am as a white person, and really try to be conscious of when someone may be turning over their power to me, and how do I hold that mindfully? How do I call attention to that when it's necessary? And how do I just create a space for safety as much as I can in any given space? So I don't know if that made any sense to anyone else, but I hope that it resonates. I hope that you can look at your position of power and your positions where you are not in power or not feeling empowered. And what is it that you need in order to ask for your own power back, right? And oftentimes I think like when we're talking about racism and white supremacy and that the power has to be given back, of course, white people need to give POC more power, but sometimes the power differential can just really be in our minds and we have to make a decision to take that power back rather than to give it away. So I hope this was of interest. I hope this was thought provoking and maybe you have more questions and answers. And I actually think that's a really good thing when that happens. So thanks for tuning in today. As always, thank you to the Creative Imposter Studios for editing, to Liam O'Donnell for the album art, and to Ben Mueller for our theme music. To find out more information about us, you can visit us at www.headhearttherapy.com slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.